0: Hey, Sticks and Stones fans. Welcome to episode 17. This episode is brought to you by Blue Balls Lacrosse. Follow them on Instagram at Blue Balls Lacs to see what they got cooking right now. Now to the weekend first to start us off. Pretty fun-filled weekend. We got two college grads now, one me with my master's, so I'm kind of a little bit ahead of Gino because I'm a little bit smarter. And then we got Gino with his bachelor's, still a good accomplishment. Um, but pretty fun-filled weekend, obviously lots of family and friends in town, alumni, all great stuff, um, turned into a little bit of a bender, um, hit the links on Friday, and then kind of rolled into the weekend with an early morning Saturday with Grad, into some brunch action, and then turned into a long Saturday night. Um, but before we get into that stuff, I'll uh, bring you to Gino. Gino, how's it going, brother? How was your weekend?
1: Yeah, it was good. Uh, got to spend it pretty much majority with you, which was always a pleasure. Got to hang out with with your dad and his and his buddies, who are just some great guys. Um, definitely a fun time and hope I'm as cool as them when I'm getting getting up there in age. but um definitely a blast of the weekend and kind of the cap on the on the St Leo uh, careers was was Saturday and kind of interesting now that that's kind of in the rear.
0: Yeah, no, definitely came full circle and I don't think it'll kick in until like next week. Um, like after you guys get back from cruising um, it'll honestly come full circle. Everyone's, like, everyone's just going to scatter and everyone's going to go their different ways. And it's going to be a bit of a shock. Um, good to, for us to move on, but at the same time, just crazy to think about and not really ready to think about it yet. So give me another week and then I'll get back to you on that. Yeah. But um, it was fun that we played a uh, played golf on Friday. Um, Gino is in my foursome and, not a not a hot start, but kid ended up rolling in the end. Made some huge putts. Short stick was firing, um, so that was cool. Um, we ended up tying the other group, so that was good. We ended up finishing minus four on the day. Not great though, considering it was a four man scramble. Um, but if anyone out there wants to challenge us, feel free. I promise we will drink a beer a hole, but I cannot promise a birdie a hole.
1: Hey, that's that's all it's about though. I, I gotta have fun while. I'm- well, I'm sculling the
0: ball into the trees. No, literally, yeah. And then chilled sat Friday night and then ended up uh, rolling into graduation Saturday morning, ready to go. It was actually, um, I don't give St. Leo a lot of credit, but usually they're extremely unorganized with everything revolving St. Leo as a whole. Um, but graduation went smooth. It was only like an hour and a half, which was huge. thought it was going to be like three, so that was sick. Yeah. Um, so that rolled nice and smooth um, strut across the stage, drop my stuff. Um, and then we got the fuck out of there and started cranking drinks at brunch. So that was always good. And then it turned into obviously a little upsetting Toronto losing to Tampa and other sports news. Um, that was a bit of a heartbreaker and put a bit of a damper on the night. Pretty much probably led to why the boys took a little Irish exit. Um, and they snuck out a little early, but obviously we did get to the bar at around five o'clock, six 30, uh, around in between there so it was definitely definitely meant to be that they probably uh, took a little early exit but no we definitely definitely fired and it was a lot of fun
1: yeah i i agree i also give myself a pat on the back getting to graduation we me and shan go to de- together got a little wawa sizzly hands down best breakfast sandwich i've had ever shan with the recommendation and crushed it and- yeah shout
0: shout out wawa down for a wawa sponsorship shout yeah, out wawa shit is so fire $2 any size iced coffee sick uh 250 for a belgium waffle sausage egg cheese belgium waffle on the bottom are you shitting me like whoever thought of that is absolutely a genius because it was next level
1: yeah it's actually nuts it it filled me up for the day Uh, and then we get there in the parking lot which should have been like you know a red flag thinking that it was just going to be a nightmare the graduation itself because the parking was just a disaster and there was like a little entrance to get in because they had everything blocked off where like a car could fit through and i'm like "Shan, should i do it should i do it and then him being a good influence like do it do it do it do it i whip around just start a a, you know a domino effect everyone's now doing it just definitely created a a bit of a cluster for the guys that were running the parking but we got to park one two three and it was easy for us so can't complain but that no was, that, was, that, that was that was that was a big thing
0: that was a big step for gino i think graduation day obviously big accomplishment but i think that was a bigger accomplishment that really that really grew up you grew up quick in that moment i was very proud of you <laughs> yeah i did that yeah, and then <laughs> saturday was fun um shan
1: just always a great guy and i'm gonna leave it at that and took care of me when i when i needed it that's all i'm gonna say hey
0: i I always will that's what i'm here for um but yeah i mean the great great overall weekend um speaking of the weekend obviously again some great games um wasn't able to watch too many of them um on saturday but sunday able to catch a couple um to say the least so it was definitely another great weekend in college across
1: yeah totally i mean we got to watch the um the cornell ohio state game for the beginning of it and then that went to rain delay and they played the Yale St. Joe's game, um, which happened Saturday, but they replayed it on Sunday. And that was a sick game to watch. I, I didn't realize I haven't really followed St. Joe's um, that much this year. I knew they were having a pretty good year and some big names like Levi Anderson, who kind of, you know, makes the US ILA team like, of the week here and there um, they're a fun team to watch. It was a fast paced game. They led for the majority of it. Yale just had a really good comeback and led by Matt Brando who was a stud, uh, but it was fast paced. I mean, 16 to or 18 to 16, Yale one, but that's that's a high scoring game, and there, there was a goal at like every 45 seconds. It felt like they were facing off again because somebody scored, uh, and some of those St. Joe's guys can put the ball in the back of the net and do it in a, in a fun way. Levi Anderson is the real deal, uh, and I'm curious to see if he gets picked up in the P.L. I think he's only a junior or, or going to be a redshirt senior. He's one of the two. I think he still has one more year of eligibility, but um, I think he'll find himself in the P.L. for sure, and maybe even the NLL. He kind of plays like boxish style i'm not sure if he's canadian or not but he, he's fun to watch
0: yeah i know that that game was um i caught probably about 15 minutes of it and it was just back and forth back and forth back and forth like very northern style game um which obviously i love to see um but yeah that, that kid is legit um i kind of obviously don't follow as much as i should but he he definitely is a stud and i'll definitely have my eye on him all season next year um yeah, sure. and you never know depending on whatever his grad class is he could be um big transfer portal bait um if he decides to make a switch
1: no absolutely i agree i think that would be definitely an interesting storyline to follow uh, and that the next game that i watched was was that brown or i'm sorry harvard ruckers game um which kind of went how i expected Rutgers. Solid program and um, Harvard. I was kind of had a question mark on their name entering the tournament, kind of thought Notre Dame or Duke should have been in over them, and my intuition was right. Harvard just kind of laid down and, and let Rutgers run all over them. Um, pretty much from the get go, it was, it was all Rutgers, um, all game. Ross Scott, I think his name is, kid put up eight goals, fun to watch, super fun to watch, and the Rutgers offense is definitely. Um, A pleasure. Uh, They they also play a very fast style, and um, I'm excited to see them kind of make a run. Uh, And I think they have a a very good chance to make a championship weekend. Um, Yeah,
0: I agree. I think that's definitely a team. I mean, obviously, coming off a huge season last year, um, and then them rolling into this season, how they have so far to this point, um, definitely very good, very impressive. I mean, we've talked a lot about them about their widespread points. Like everyone is putting up points, everyone is being consistent um they got good goaltending um attack everything like they're they're firing so i'm i definitely would not be shocked to see them um, in championship weekend who do they got this week
1: uh let me look i believe it's you know brown brown plays princeton cornell delaware Hold on, it's loading yale
0: oh brown's out virginia or,
1: or yeah 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 that's what that's what i meant that's what i meant Rutgers plays penn wait who does princeton play oh it's yale i knew they played an ivy league team yeah, Yale, Princeton, Rutgers, Penn, Maryland, UVA. I mean that that's going to be an
0: absolute battle. I mean Penn's proven to be um, dominant all year, but again, I mean obviously Richmond is a very good program as well, but a little bit of a scary one for them, winning by one in OT. Yeah, um, I saw a little bit of that game as well when I was um, sitting at the bar in the afternoon, um, and that was that was a very very entertaining um, as well. Obviously being a one goal thriller. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I think Rutgers has a very good shot um, at getting into championship weekend, and I would love to see them there.
1: No, I agree. I think that Penn game, I watched, like, the fourth quarter as well. Sam Handley is the real deal. That kid's going to be a fun player to watch in the PLL, um, and I think he still has one year of eligibility, if I'm not mistaken. So he'll be a very, very high draft pick next year, um, and I think a lot of teams are going to want to re- revolve their offense around that kid because he can literally do it all. Dodge is a big kid. He can shoot the ball. He can feed the ball. um, Just an all-around stud. um, And he's massive. Uh, Shout out to state of Oregon for that kid.
0: Yeah. And I think another game that everyone's going to be excited about coming up. um, Obviously, Virginia beating Brown by seven. Not a huge shocker. Virginia hasn't had the best of years, but they're showing that when it comes to playoffs, they've been here before and they know what they're doing. And they have the pieces to make a run Um, they just didn't have a great um, regular season Um, but I think everyone's excited to see Maryland Virginia this weekend I agree. I think that's going to be obviously Maryland put a good beating on them in the in the regular season but I think that obviously Virginia has proven to be a powerhouse when it comes to playoff lacrosse so I I think that that's going to be an absolute battle Um, what day is that Saturday or Sunday
1: that is the 22nd so I believe Sunday let me look
0: yeah that's gonna be definitely gonna need to sit down and watch that one yeah that's, that's Sunday. On Sunday um yeah so Sunday that'll be huge definitely gonna tune into that one um that'll definitely be the number one game circled this weekend I'm pretty sure yeah um, I agree
1: I also am excited to watch Delaware Cornell no big deal called that Delaware had a chance to upset Georgetown. I'd watched – you know I'd follow them a bit throughout the year. I watched some highlights from the the Robert Morris game. Uh, I was like this game this team can ball this team this team, solid. Um, and I, it's not that I thought, uh, Georgetown was overrated. I just thought Delaware was kind of getting hot at the right time. Um, I was going to put money on, on Delaware to win money line, but my book didn't, um, didn't have it. So I I was like, all right, whatever, but I I was rooting for them. And then they, you know, they battled back. They were down two. you know, had a a go ahead goal to tie it. Um, and then came down with like 30 seconds left or no, I think it was even less. It was like eight seconds left. Um, some kid. Just stung one top corner, um, and, and that was go ahead the game winner. Uh, yeah, that's a great game.
0: No, that game was insane. I mean, you were texting me during it, and it was just back and forth, and obviously down a couple, but then they went on a little run to come back. And there was some also some highlight real goals in that game. Yeah, and there was that one BTB coming across the middle, um, just a couple other like stings too. Um, but yeah, Delaware, Delaware can ball. I mean, Georgetown was the number two seed; they were projected to go all the way. So. That's, uh, that's huge for them. And if they can continue that momentum into this weekend, who's, who's to say they can't make a run?
1: I agree. I mean, I mean, I think of the teams left, I think Cornell might be the one I'd want to face, <laughs> if I'm being honest. I, I, I was not – I think Ohio State kind of lost themselves that game. It wasn't really Cornell. It was it, the curse kid put on the show. Um, but other than him, I think Ohio State lost themselves that game. As opposed to Cornell winning it, um, and I, I know that you know some things went went their their way. You know the goalie had a goal, um, but I, I'm I wasn't overly impressed by Cornell, and I was very impressed by Delaware. Uh, and I, I'm gonna ride with the hens. I, I'm I'm taking them versus Maryland in the final four.
0: Damn. All right. Well, I mean, yeah. Speaking of that, I mean, you're riding with them as well in regards to fantasy too. Um, so we haven't done it in a couple of weeks. So we finally it worked out that we were able to get it on inside lacrosse before our podcast. So we're like, you know what, let's do it. So our fantasy picture this week, I mean, you can go ahead and start. I mean, you're riding with the hens. Who, who do you got rolling into this week?
1: Yep, yeah, At attack, I got Mike Robinson, uh stud attack man, Delaware kid. Uh, he's that lefty that stung that BTB on the run. Um, I was, you know, through the moon excited when he was only a dollar. Uh, I think that's a steal and I think he's going to get, he's going to put up a day. Uh, against the um, Big Red. And then I got Jonathan Donville, Maryland. Um, guy's just a proven winner. Uh, he puts up crazy numbers week in, week out. Uh, and I think the same is going to be this week against Virginia. Uh, same with Luke Weirman, face-off kid from Maryland. Um, he, he's dominated this year. I think he's only a sophomore. Um, and I think it will be a test against Pete Osala, but um, this kid is, you know, not really struggled against anybody this year. Um, defense Owen Grant um, kind of the the mainstay of that Delaware defense Um, and I think that's what won them that game against Georgetown if I'm being completely honest their defense was locked down it was um, the most cost turnovers in a game I've seen in a long time whether it was their short stick D mids or their their close defenders Um, it it was fun to watch it was actually like a very um, a good defensive battle on both ends Georgetown also had a very solid defense but um, Delaware really stuck out and then I can't be hyping up the Delaware defense without taking their goalie Matt Kilcary um kids a stud um and I think he's just gonna have another good day against Cornell
0: damn well that's that's a lot but yeah I, I don't disagree with you all those guys had days last week and they got the momentum rolling this week so I, I think that that's definitely not some horrible picks um I kind of this is gonna sound bad but I got a little bit of a bandwagon going myself here um Going to be a little bit questionable, though, because we just talked about it, but Maryland, Virginia is going to be um, a battle and Virginia proven to be a different team when it comes to playoff lacrosse. So I think that this might be a little risky on my part, but I, I think that I'm kind of rolling a Maryland bandwagon here. I got lucky with some some low picks here. Um, I actually ended up saving a dollar on fantasy. I have one left, so that should be worth something, but it's not. So at attack, um, I got with $3 could not not pick him. Um, I don't think. I'm pretty sure he had a day last time they played Virginia. So I, th- I think that no one's going to be able to hold him back. And he's got a little bit of a chip on his shoulder. First overall draft pick in the PLL. So he's going to kind of pull his dick out a bit and hopefully roll all over Virginia. Um, and then at midfield, um, I-, I agree with the Delaware. I-, I think that they're hot, they're rolling. Um, but I-, I couldn't say no to this budget pick at midfield. Um, I got Keller out of Cornell um, I- at a dollar. I, I just think that. Cornell's offense is very spread out, and he's going to be able to put up some numbers for me in fantasy. Even if they don't get the win, it doesn't matter. I don't need him to get the win. I just need him to put up points for me, um, and I think he will, feeding the cursed and playing a two-man game with cursed. Um, and at the face-off X, I got Weirman, um, absolute stud. He dominated um, Virginia last time and had a day against P.E. LaSalle um, and literally just made him his bitch. Um, P didn't even play, I think, like the third and fourth quarter. They had their second-string guy in there. So, I'm very confident in Weirman to keep rolling. Um, and staying on the Maryland train for defense, um, another budget pick for a dollar. Um, I got Zapatello. Um, he's had some crazy numbers in regards to fantasy. He's been putting up like a goal, like one or two points, either like a goal or an assist, um, alternating games. So, like one game, he'll have a goal, next game, he'll have nothing, next game, he'll have a goal or an assist. Um, so I'm confident that that's going to help. And then he's obviously just dominating the defensive end as well, but he's going to be covering again, a number one guy um, like Schellenberger or someone else. So I, I think that that's going to be a tall task, but hopefully he can force them to make some mistakes and cause some turnovers for the boys. Um, and then lastly, um, I got McNay, McNay in net for Maryland. Um, I, again, I think that Maryland's going to win that game and he's going to face a lot of shots because Virginia has got an obviously phenomenal offense Um, But a lot of shots also means a lot of saves, hopefully. Um, So I I picked him based off of him seeing the most shots out of every goalie in the pool for this weekend. I think that's kind of how I picked goalies in the past. And I've been top 10, top five pretty much every week. So I'm not too worried with my picks. But I'm rolling on the Maryland bandwagon minus Keller.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. That's a respectable um, roster there. But in terms of fantasy, you know, PLO finally announced – um, their fantasy, their player royale uh, through the PLL app. We kind of gave it a go-ahead, you know, first weekend of the PLL coming up, June 4th. I'm definitely excited for that one. Um, and uh, I'll let you steamhead your, your team first uh, in the Sticks and Stones
0: um, challenge on
1: the player royale app on uh, the PLL
0: app. So for my picks for PLL Player Royale, to start off, um, I think that this is definitely a cool thing that the PLL is doing. Um, it's very easy to use. The app is very accessible. I was, like, Gino was able to send me, like, a challenge request. Um, I think that in the next, like, week, maybe before, obviously the first game start June 4th. Um, so maybe we'll try to incorporate something where, like, we'll, we'll challenge someone, um, like, once a week we'll, like, pick a fan and we'll challenge someone. Um, and if they beat us, they have to like, we'll give them some merch or something, some kind of freebie. And if they, and if we beat them, we got to figure out something, how they can help us out a bit um, maybe hype us up. So we'll keep your eyes open for that. Um, but to start just for our first week's picks, obviously a couple weeks away, um, but to start with attack, um, this is an absolute no brainer in just regards to like the point system. I think it's stupid not to take a first tier um, attackman. So obviously had to go with Jeff T, In my opinion, um, obviously pretty biased. Played with him, but I, I think he's the. I think he's probably top three best players in the world right now. Very. I, I don't think it's an unpopular opinion, but I think it's definitely a little bit hyped up. So I, I think that I'm definitely. I'd be stupid not to roll with Jeff Teet. Um, and then at the midfield position, um, kind of dropped to a tier two player because um, you only get two one tier players. Um, so I dropped. Um, and I got Brad Smith from the Whip Snakes. Um, I think that that was kind of a sneaky little pick there. Um, there was no Whip Snakes midfielders um, in tier one, um, so that was kind of interesting. So I was okay. I got him at a two. Um, obviously, their attack drives their offense. Um, but then, defensively, um, I took another one tier guy. Um, had to go with our friend uh, Jack Rallet. Um, guy's an absolute animal on on and off the field. Um, tough loss for him this week with his Georgetown boys. But um, I I think he's going to roll over some attackmen this year and kind of just dominate people. I mean, he's going to have a tough matchup first week. He's got the Whip Snakes, So he's going to have probably one of their big guys, which is kind of scary, but I'm not too worried. He's going to cause turnovers and he's going to break some arms. So down to have him on my team. Definitely don't want to play against him. Um, And then the face-off X, I got Nardella. Um, I think that was kind of a a steal at um, a tier two player um they're playing against the chaos um I, I think that he can kind of have a day there um and then lastly well, for the goalie um just the way the points work I figured you know what I kind of take like a sneaky tier three guy as long as I know that he's going to start the game um so I, I rolled with Dylan Ward um he's an absolute stud in the net and a crazy steal at a tier three um and I think the Water Dogs are also going to have a pretty good year this year they got some good draft picks and they already had a pretty decent roster last year um, so, so I, I, think that that wraps up my team and I'm, I'm pretty satisfied so far. What do you got?
1: Yeah. I mean, I agree. I think there's definitely, uh, you know, some cool nuances of their fantasy with the plus and minus points. Um, but at attack, I got Grant, Amet. I think, you know, obviously also a little biased, but I think he's, you know, one of the best tackmen in the game. Uh, he plays a very American style, um, go both hands, uh, feeder, shooter, guy can do it all. Um, and through the midfield, I went with Sergio Perkovic, guys known to be lethal from beyond the uh, the two-point arc. Uh, and that's that's big money items right there with the 10 points um, for, for those two-point goals. Um, so I went with him, and I think he's just going to continue to, you know, dominate defenses. Uh, at defense, I went with Matt McMahon. Uh, he's an archers guy. Uh, he kind of steamheads that defense with uh, Graham Hasek. Um, but uh, he was a tier th- tier two guy. Um, and kind of also with the Tier 2 guy for the faceoff, with Joe Nardella. I agree with you. I think he's a steal there. Um, you know, I think he's in, – in, in my unbiased opinion, I think he's the best guy. Um, obviously, TV didn't get a full showing last year when, once he got hurt, um, but I, I think Nardella kind of takes a head over, over Baptiste any day of the week. Um, but curious to see how how he does for me this year. Uh, and then goalie, Kyle Bernalor. Uh, guy's a proven winner for a tier three guy. That's a steal. Uh, he's the, you know, no doubt going to be the starter for the whips uh, and he's just continued to put up crazy numbers uh, with saves and, and just the way that he, you know, commands that defense.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. I think those are all great picks. Um, I, I think that it's going to be, it's going to be fun to do this um, weekly. And like I said, we're definitely going to try to Um, incorporate some some sticks and stones fans in there and challenge some of our friends and stuff and see what we can do there maybe some kind of punishment picks and see what we can kind of mix up Um, but also in PLL news um, PLL actually today this morning added um, an off-season tournament um, which is kind of interesting Um, haven't had a ton of time to kind of look into it but it is going to be the sixes format which is Great for the game. Um, a lot of these PLL guys are going to be playing internationally for their countries, so it's good to get them a little bit of exposure in the sixes format and get them ready for um, the Olympics and get them ready for World Championships and all that good stuff. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not too sure of how it's going to work um, in regards to conflicting with NLL season. Um, that's kind of from just my initial read. That's my only critique so far um, that if it conflicts, so you're going to lose a decent amount of guys that are playing in the NLL that won't be able to play um, it's in regards to contracts and stuff like that. Um, but I think that that's obviously something I'm sure they looked into, but as of right now, that's my only critique from the little bit of knowledge I have on the event.
1: Yeah, no, I think it's, I think it's great for the game. Obviously with the Olympics kind of using that sixes format, uh, it's good to expose the fans early so they can kind of build a fan base before the Olympics happen. Just so, you know, the TV ratings are up for when that when that airs. But uh, basically, from what, what I understand of it, it's a four team tournament. Um, it's where, you know, the four best teams from the PLL regular season qualify for it. And then it's 12 players per roster. Um, and then it's six games around Robin for the seating. And then it's a semi and championship game um so it's nine games and all the games are going to be on espn and they play for like a cash prize did i just get all this information off instagram yes i did but that's besides the point uh i think it's sick and the fact that it's going to be on air um i think it's huge uh obviously anytime our game gets to be on you know major uh, television network like espn i think it's huge i mean already noticing a, a big difference in the way that you know, the way our, our sport is being marketed on ESPN, we're talking about PLL draft and the upcoming PLL season. I think it's huge. Uh, and this is going to add to it. Uh, and it's a good, you know, entry point before the season, um, being that it's going to be, you know, before the 2020, that'll be the 2023 season when it, when it will air. Um, so that'll get, you know, the people excited. Uh, good little transition from, you know, the college and the Sixes game and into the summer of, of PLL
0: yeah for sure no i think that the pll really obviously um i'm a little bit biased like i mentioned before in regards to the nll stuff but it's it's good just getting more lacrosse on tv that's at the end of the day that's all that matters and we need to grow the game um as much as we can and that's what the rainbow brothers are doing and obviously as fans we appreciate that um but also something we forgot to touch on earlier um the d2 bracket as well um for the men's game so that's pretty interesting right now. I mean, some great games again, this weekend, we got the final four um, coming up this weekend because they don't do final four on championship weekend. Um, so final four in the North, we got mercy and Lemoyne. And then in the South, we got Tampa and limestone um, kind of, kind of some, not, not really any upsets um, this weekend, honestly, like for all of those games, those are the teams I figured would win. Um, but obviously we, we had some different picks in the first round that ended up getting upset. Um, but in regards to, in regards to the, the games that happened this weekend, I mean, Tampa and limestone is going to be an absolute battle. I mean, it's at Tampa. Um, it's actually one o'clock on Sunday. Might, might go. If I got nothing else to do. It's only like 30 minute drive. Um, so that'll be an absolute game. And then mercy, Lemoyne, Lemoyne beat mercy in regular season by one. Um, and they both beat Adelphi a couple times. Um, Mercy just had a one goal game with Seton Hill, um, but they've had a week to rest. So I, I, I'm i still, I've, I had Mercy winning it, I think from week one. So I'm, uh, I'm hoping they can come out on top, on top of Moyne, And then when they get, get to see either Tampa or Limestone, I think that hopefully the North is going to rain and they're going to Tampa or <laughs> kill over Tampa. Um, But at the end of the day, I mean, these South teams are dominant as well. I mean, Limestone and Tampa have been dominant programs and pretty cool for Tampa coach J.B. Clark. I mean, was the coach at Limestone for many years, was the assistant before that too. So he's been a Limestone guy for a long time, and now he's the head coach at Tampa going up against Limestone in his first season um, in the South region final. So pretty cool for him. Um, He's a proven winner. So, again, let's see who comes out on top.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think that's going to be a great matchup and uh, excited to see, um, you know, who comes out on top there being that I've played both teams. I mentioned that earlier, humble brag. Um, I think Tampa's the better team there. I think Limestone's very physical. I mean, that's their MO big, bad, mean limestone. They're just going to impose their will over everybody else. Uh, and, you know, hope people just, you know, lay down and, and take it. But um you know, Tampa now with JB Clark in years past, they've kind of didn't, they kind of choked early. They didn't have that big game experience, but now they have the guy that they had lost too many times in in JB. I think that he's going to be the the it factor and the reason that they're going to be in championship weekend. Uh, And I agree. I think mercy is going to take that game, Um, but little shout out to Lindenwood. We both kind of dropped the ball on that one. Um, Obviously Wingate sneaking in by the sixth seed, we we were kind of you know scratching our heads a little bit why didn't Florida Southern get in, uh, but tournament committee made made the right choice I guess because Wingate kind of came out and put put the put the pump on for that Lindenwood game. It was it was close for you know all but the third quarter, and then they went on a run and ended up winning by seven or eight, um, and uh, kind of making you scratch your head uh, as to you know what was going on with Lindenwood, but good for them and. Glad to see um, where the the D2 bracket kind of ends up next weekend.
0: Yeah, no, obviously it's, there's going to be a lot of lacrosse on this weekend, and obviously the Division one games being on ESPN is huge. Um, but honestly, if you get a chance to watch any of these games, I definitely recommend it. These are going to be battles. I mean, Tampa and Limestone, it's going to be an absolute battle to teams in the South that have been dominant for many years. Um, Tampa may be making their first step into – ncaa championship they've never made it out of the semi um and limestone being a dominant team in the south for a very long time and then mercy lemoyne i mean lemoyne coming off of a national championship um so we can let's see if they can get back there um but obviously rooting for mercy and the boys um let's see if they can kind of take that next step with their program and roll into the future um but on that note i mean this week, um, we've, we've been slacking. It's been a busy weekend with graduation stuff, so we do not have an interview for you. That is our bad, but we hope that you guys have a great week and you watch a ton of college Across and tune in next week um, for next week's episode.